Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me today as we step into Hidden Figures on this review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. I went into the movie expecting, I guess, more of kind of Disney, feel-good, based on a true story, everything works out in the end type of movie. And ultimately, I do think that's what we get. I, I think that the vast majority of the film is that shell. It is that structure. It is that skeleton. <clears throat> But there are a lot of things that the movie does that you wouldn't find in a typical Disney type of movie. I think even considering that it's rated PG, I think there are a lot of things that kind of stood out to me watching it. And the first of those things is the devotion to accurately portraying the racism and segregation that took place during the 60s it you know you you don't get a, a ton of it from the trailer it's definitely presented as more of a an occupational roadblock you know it's not shown as something systematic systemic systematic systemic of the time in the trailer but in the movie it is it is clear and present uh not just at nasa not just uh in front of these three women but for all african-american black people uh that are in the movie they all experience it they all go through it they all deal with it in their own ways which I I love that I think that's a great decision I'm really pleased that that was presented in that way rather than having the sort of golden hue that a lot of untold stories based on true story films have uh, it made this feel really lived in it made it feel authentic and uh it, it sort of elevated the stakes, which is probably what the idea behind presenting it in such a way was. So I, I really liked that aspect. The The other main thing that, <clears throat> that I, I enjoyed quite a bit is the performances. You know, the ensemble is fantastic across the board. Great acting. Uh, really rising above the material in my opinion. Uh, Octavia Spencer, Janelle Monet, Taraji P. Henson, they all do a fantastic job. I... Um, in, in the award circuit, it seems that Octavia Spencer is getting the majority of the attention. And for me, I thought she was the weakest of the three, or at least the least impactful as far as her performance goes. It's it's a good performance, 
like that don't get me wrong but i think both john omine and taraji b henson give a much better much more <clears throat> impactful performance I, I think they do a wonderful job in their roles all three of them and i i, I so I'm, I'm a little surprised i i suppose the reason that Spencer is getting so much attention is her she has a much stronger legacy of the than the other two which you know whatever that's it's just kind of how it's going to be uh with with the award shows generally but for my money anyway you know I think Henson and Monet are better um but that's kind of that's kind of where the the positives end for me and everything else it's not that everything else is bad because it isn't it's it's all solid but it's all adequate it's all average i think i i the story is straightforward you know it is you know and as far as being a feel good based on a true story disney type of movie it it does have that everything is wrapped up neatly at the end type of feel and a lot of there's a lot of moving parts that definitely could be cut for for lack of focus you know even even like Janomine's character which and I've I've heard this on other podcasts that you know her entire arc and and plot line while very interesting is is wholly irrelevant and unnecessary to the movie and losing that character and her plot would not significantly impact the the overall plot of this movie which i agree with and i think that that is entirely the case and is another one of one of my you know that's that's kind of one of my bigger reasons why as good as this movie is it is held back on a very fundamental level i think a lot of the I had a lot of problem with a lot of the dialogue, and it's good dialogue, but not real dialogue. It's got that perfectly sculpted type of feel that you just can't bring. You just you don't say things like that in real life. That's not how people speak. And for me, it really threw me out of the movie on more than one occasion. You know, Janomine has a lot of great lines. Uh, but they're all so scripted. They all feel so scripted that it's it's very difficult to truly believe the things that she's saying. And and then not that what she's saying isn't true, but rather that like she would say them, or that a person would say them in general. Uh, what else? There's there's Kevin Costner, who's good, and uh, I think he comes just along the better side of being uh, goal-driven and goal-oriented rather than white savior. There's some elements of white savior to him, but for the most part, I think his character successfully pulls off getting the job done at whatever means necessary and it just so happens that the job that he's doing 
is being hindered by segregation. Who would have thought? But I think, you know, Costner does a good job. I think a lesser actor probably would have been uh, less capable of, of portraying that, that character. A lesser actor would have been less capable of portraying this character in the way that Costner does and how, you know, you, the scene in the trailer where he knocks down the bathroom sign is meaningful. But, you know, he definitely makes it out as not something that's being done like black people, white people are all equal and that's what we need to start doing. No, it's just, it takes Taraji P. Henson like an hour to go to the bathroom because there's no colored restrooms in our building so we have to fix this problem so that she can do more work (laughs) and you know i i it it feels real it doesn't feel uh fake and forced uh you know there's so many things like that in other movies yeah i look at uh something like remember the titans which is great. I love this movie, but it it definitely you know it definitely feels like um, oh what's his name Will Patton. It feels like Will Patton's character is a little further on the other side of that line. Uh, I I think he's less about winning the ball winning the football games and more about the fairness of it. I think I I may be misremembering. It has been quite some time since I've seen it. But I think both Will Patton's character and the Kevin Costner character from Hidden Figures have, you know, share a lot of things in common, you know, with trying to straddle this goal-oriented but equal rights line. And I think Costner's character falls, ends up better on, on that side. I think. I think, from my well, from what I remember, I believe that to be the case. But going back to this bathroom sign thing, uh, so in the movie, they draft Taraji P. Henson's character to work on the first manned spaceflight. She does a lot of work for them. She starts out as their computer, and ultimately is basically doing all the work it seems as it goes on but that mean that puts her in a different building where there are no colored restrooms and the only one that she can find and that she's aware of is the one from her old building which is like a mile and a half away i believe is what she says in the movie so she has to run across it we see this multiple times and we also see multiple times Kevin Costner like demanding to know where she is, wondering what's happened to her, why she's gone for so long all the time. And so when he finally knocks down the sign, I don't it doesn't make any sense because the sign he knocks down is the colored restroom sign. Uh which if it's which doesn't make sense because if he's knocking down the color restroom sign, it means they're in the other building. And and so he's making the colored restroom available to everyone, which doesn't seem to be helpful. Like it is just it seems like a continuity error in some sense. You know, he should have been knocking down a whites only restroom sign if he 
was trying to give her a bathroom closer that she could use. I just, that felt strange to me. It, I, you know, if, if it hadn't spent, if the, if the shot hadn't lingered so long on the, uh, on the sign itself and the scene where he knocks it down, it probably would have, wouldn't have mattered to me as much, but it's a, if it's a kind of, it's somewhat drawn out scene, uh, for what it is. And that really, that kind of bothered me too. Then there's also the Jim Parsons character, uh, Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory, who plays Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory, but instead of neurotic, he's racist. And he feels much more like a stereotypical character you might see in a movie like this, who is generally very prejudiced at the beginning, grows to accept the offending race slash sex slash sexual, whatever the particular thing is in this movie, um, in this case, race and sex, but just in general, it's something that, uh, you know, this is a very typical character, and it just, it ends up being, he never feels earned, he doesn't, there's one or two scenes and moments where he's actually doing his job, and I liked those scenes. We should have seen more of that. It's It doesn't mean anything when he constantly belittles Taraji P. Henson and like looks down on her. But when he's actually doing the work and he's actually achieving results and, and showing that he's a valued, valued member of this team, it means so much more and, and improves upon his the character in, in a much more in-depth and personal way. We need, you know, you know you, 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 the idea behind this character is that, he, you know, he's supposed to feel infringed upon in his place of business, in his workplace, and that's the main idea why he's lashing out. You know, he doesn't want to see, you know, this occupation of his overrun by people who aren't white, by people who aren't white males specifically and that means that matters more and has more gravity if we know that he's really good at what he's doing like if so like we needed to see, I thought I think we needed to see more of that sooner because it takes a while to get really into that as far as I'm concerned uh the other thing Let's see, there's also John Glenn's character. Um, I can't remember the name of the actor. But he he really stuck with me. He is so babe in the woods, very uh, as innocent as they come, I guess you could say. Almost to a fault. Yeah, he seems like such a he seems like such an unbe- like not believable character. And uh, talking to my granddad, who said that in another movie with a John, where, where John Glenn is one of the characters, he's portrayed as a much more down to business, get the job done, play by the rules type of person, uh, which is not what he is in this. Like clearly, obviously, in both of them, in both instances, he wants to accomplish the mission and and be in space. But in this one, he is so colorblind. 
almost inconceivably so given the rest of the characters in the film and it was very i mean it sticks out to you when you watch the movie he's he's very charming he's very sweet and nice to everybody and his uh, devotion and rely reliance on the Taraji P. Hansen character is fast and uh, unbelievable. It just it strains credulity that he would act this way in this time period, given everything that's happening around them. And so I, I think he needed. I don't know what they could have done. Short of, you know, if they did remove the Janelle character and her entire storyline, they may have had enough time to flesh out his character in such a way to make it more believable that he would act this way and think this way and treat everyone this way. But as it stands, it's unearned. And then there's the entire Kirsten Dunst and... Um, Octavia Spencer subplot which I thought was fine I don't think it really added anything else to the movie again you know each all three women are doing their own thing but they're not ultimately I would have it would have been nicer if there would have been a bigger payoff for the uh, Octavia Spencer and Janelle Monae storylines at the end of the movie which there really aren't like, they each succeed, but I needed them all to succeed uh, in in the, in a similar fashion. I, I, you need, if the focus of this movie is to get the first man into space, then we need to directly see the contribution that all three women made if all three plots are going to be focused on. And you can make jumps and connections to them, but you can't ultimately... But like I said, like you could ignore those plot lines and they wouldn't change the final sequence. They wouldn't change anything else, you know, that we don't, we assume that uh, Octavia Spencer's work as a computer and on computers is important. We assume that Janelle Monet helps build the rocket we assume you know or the 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 capsule the shuttle but we we don't know that we we need to see it on the screen at least one scene of it and how it impacted the final result you know it's like there's there's a premise but then we skip a couple of steps to get to the conclusion uh mahershala ali is in this again which is you know he's everywhere. He's doing a lot of work this year, which is fantastic. He's a great actor. He does a good job in this as a supporting and devoted uh, romantic interest for Taraji P. Henson. I really, you know, I just think he kind of helped flesh out her storyline and her home life. But that's about it. That's kind of the extent of it. And yeah, I mean it's. Like I said, it's a good movie with some really stellar moments and parts of it, but I think the vast majority of it has small problems or is just adequate. And I, I'm i glad that it's getting recognition. I think it is an important film. I think a lot of people should go see it. 
I think it shines a light on a facet of history, of, of American history, that is clearly overlooked because most people didn't even know about this story, I'm sure, until the movie was made. But also one that needs to be taught in class. It needs to be taught in schools. You know, these are important figures, not just for uh, young black women, but for everybody to see. You know, for women in general, for black people in general, for people in general. It's important to see just how capable we can be even when marginalized. No matter what you're being marginalized for, there's always the capability and potential to overcome and surpass that marginalization. So I I, I ended up giving the movie a a low 60 score, you know, which seem probably seems very low. It is pretty low, but I I do think it is more important than it is good, and the representation of women and particularly black women in this movie is great. But just because and I've heard a lot of people say that, like, oh my gosh, this is so good, it does you know, black women such a service, it it presents them in such a great way, you know, doing their own thing and being themselves and, and, you know, not cowing behind men and things like that. And I agree with all that completely, but I don't think that by being the first movie like that, it is necessarily an amazing movie. It's an important one, but not a great one. So that's that's where I stand. Uh, I don't really I don't really have any spoilers to go into. Uh, I sort of I kind of touched on some of the things already that would maybe be considered spoilers. I tried to be very vague about them though. And yeah, that's about it. I, I I think that it will definitely be seen at the Oscars. You know, I do think that Spencer or Monet will get a Best Supporting Actress nomination. And and I don't hate that Spencer's getting more attention. I just think it's less deserving. But both are very deserving, in my opinion. So even even maybe even both show up. I think that's a very long shot. And I don't think it really matters if, since Viola Davis is probably going to win the category anyway. But the more non-white people that get nominations, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, particularly this year, where it seems like there's a lot of great performances coming from uh, minorities. So, yeah, I've heard that it might get in for a couple of other things. Song, score... Uh, I don't know about any of that. I think there's a chance it doesn't get in outside of uh, supporting actress. Uh, but we will find out in a little more than about two and a half weeks. So, uh, yeah, that's the re- my review of Hidden Figures. Thank you for listening. 
if you would like to find me, you can go to circleoffilm.com and all my contact information is on there in some fashion. Or you can email me directly at circleoffilm at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, or criticisms. And finally, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. Come on, babe, why don't we paint the town? And all that jazz. So long, farewell, I'll be the same Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.